Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox. That's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We've got an email here from Alana. Dear LSAT Demon, I just started studying for the LSAT last week as I'm taking the test in April. I try to study at least one to two hours a day if possible. I also stay at home and take care of my two kids. However, I struggle with ADHD and noticed I have been having a really hard time with logic games. It doesn't seem to be clicking. I've been using Con, YouTube, LSAT Demon, Law Hub, mm. etc. Mm. But I still have immense trouble figuring out the recommended mapping strategies. It's odd because we've never used that phrase ourselves. Mm-hmm. And correlating the question to the diagram. Do you have any recommendations for people who have ADHD and struggle with logic games? At this point, I feel very frustrated and I'm not sure where to go from here. I would pick, I would pick, pick a resource and use that resource. I, I don't see any value to using Khan and YouTube and LSAT Demon and Law Hub and et cetera. Any, uh, I mean, the Demon is an exhaustive resource. We have multiple videos for every one of the 400 logic games. We have had plenty of ADD, ADHD students be successful using our platform. I would strongly recommend you to get uh, accommodated for extra time. If you have an ADHD diagnosis, the makers of the test will give you 53 minutes per section or 70 minutes per section. Basically, just ask for what accommodation you think you want. Time and a half, 53 minutes is the most common, but we see people who get 70 minutes all the time. If uh, you know, you're just going to need a note from your doctor. But if you've been diagnosed, they will give you accommodations. And if you haven't done that already, I mean, that's just the obvious number one strategy. But number two strategy, the thing that really makes me worried about your email is that you've you've been using too many different resources and everybody's going to come at it a different way. They're they're mapping strategies. Like Ben said, we don't even call it that. I mean, we call it building worlds. Um Everybody's going to try to solve these games in a slightly different way. And you've got to find the thing that works for you. I think you can find the thing that works for you at LSAT Demon. If you're going to study with LSAT Demon, I would encourage you to not use these other resources. What do you think about this? I just started studying for the LSAT last week as I'm taking the test in April. Yeah, I'm glad you're studying one to two hours a day. I think that that's that's perfect. I think that, you know, you you can be successful studying one to two hours a day. I just don't know that you're going to actually be ready to take the test in April. I don't know why you committed to the April test so far in advance. If you just started studying, you might not be ready for April. You know, you've got to take practice tests and you've got to be realistic. Like, what are my practice test scores showing me? You should go to lsatdemon.com forward slash scholarships and you should play with the numbers, like put your actual GPA, put the LSAT that you're currently scoring, play with, hey, what would happen if I improved by 10 points? What would happen if I improved by 15 points? See what kinds of offers from what kinds of schools you might get. And then you've got to be, you know, realistic about whether you're ready to take the test in April. It's a recipe for disaster to just decide I'm taking the test in April because then people just end up taking it when they're clearly not ready. I mean, (laughs) when April rolls around, 
if you look at your practice test scores and they're not going to get you into the kinds of schools you want to go to, if they're not going to get you the right kind of scholarship offers, um, then you're going to end up overpaying for a bad school with this plan. So I, I would encourage you to just decouple your LSAT prep from your actual LSAT test date. I would add too, Alana, it sounds like you don't know that in August of 24, that's this year, logic games are going away. So mm-hmm. if you end up taking the test, not in April, not in June, but in August, you're not even going to need to worry about games and you can redirect your attention to logical reasoning and reading comp. Yeah, especially logical reasoning. It'll be the test will be two thirds logical reasoning starting in August. Yeah. So, you know, there's going to be no hiding from that section. But uh, the games, which is the scariest section for most people, um, they will be they'll be gone starting in August. So this whole problem will disappear for you. Uh, For other students, though, they are aggressively taking the LSAT in February and uh, April and June because games, even though it's the scariest section for most people, it's also the easiest section to perfect. So, um, you know, for those who have seen some light at the end of the tunnel, I would encourage them to grind hard on the games and try to get a perfect game score on record in uh, February or April or June. Great. Thanks for writing in. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 